the Eason Book Club on the Pat Kenny Show. Sharing book recommendations with book lovers every month. Well, it's time for our Eason Book Club and the chosen book is The Lying Life of Adults by Elena Ferrante. So what did our panel think of the book? Uh, we are joined by Claudia Carroll, Kevin McGarren and the newest member uh, of our panel, Stephanie Preissner. Good morning and welcome to you all. Good morning. Um, morning. Let's, start, let's start with you, Stephanie. Um, what sort of a book is this? Because hmm? I don't start. I... Okay, I'll start with well, Claudia no, no, no. then. You can start with me. It's just that I didn't love this book, and I don't think that that's the best place to start. So I think Claudia would give a more, I don't know, friendly overview. But I kept feeling like I was missing something, like I I didn't speak the language of the book or something. And it is a book in translation. It has to be said, Claudia. <laughs> well, do you know there's a quote from Oscar Wilde where he says children begin by loving their parents and after a while they judge them. Rarely if ever do they forgive them and that to me just encapsulated this book. It's about a 12 year old girl living in Naples where most of um, of uh, the author's books are set and she's kind of on the cusp of those teenage years. She's an only child. She's very docile and um, adored by her parents who are both very upper middle class. They're both teachers. They live in a quite swish end of Naples and all is good and Giovanna does well in school you know she's, she doesn't give trouble until uh, she overhears a very chance remark from her father who says oh she's she's getting the face of, of Victoria um, and Victoria is her aunt her the father's sister who is um, likening the heroine Giovanna to this particular aunt is a bit like likening her to the Wicked Witch of the West. So uh, because she's sour, apparently she's manipulative. She's just the boogeyman as far as Giovanna is concerned. So this sets her off on a complete spiral. And she says to her parents, I want to meet this aunt. She knows her 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 father and the aunt are estranged, doesn't know why, has no idea about the family history and insists on meeting the aunt Victoria. So the father takes her kind of sulkily to um, a rougher end of Naples. I mean, almost a subtitle for the book could be A Tale of Two Cities because it seems to be very much a city of two two halves. Um, so this particular side of Naples is rougher. Um, she meets her aunt. She describes her aunt as being ugly, beautiful. And the aunt speaks um, a very different, cruder dialect to the sort of, you know, quite genteel way Giovanna's been brought up. And her aunt is a master manipulator and she immediately hones in on this young girl and says, well, you know, your father's been saying all these horrible things about me. Actually, it's the other way around. He's the one who ruined my life. He's yeah, the because one... there's a love story behind all of this and also this class division. The father escaped from his background to become a teacher and a kind of a uh, an intellectual, uh, very stylish kind of a fella, uh, leaving behind, if you like, the slums. Um, Kevin, do you want to give us your thoughts on this? Um, well, as usual, I left it too long to read and then I had to rush it to the end, which I think always puts a bad, um, bad taste in your mouth when you're, re- when you're trying to review a book. But I ended up quite liking it. Um, I, I kind of understand what Stephanie was, was saying there. It is light on, it's quite light on plot, but it Isn't is it? expertly written. And she, um, she, writes, she writes the sort of teenage mind very well. You know, the thing where you sort of um, you obsess over these minor 
minor things that eventually um, get blown all out of proportion and cause cause irreparable damage. But uh, I think it's 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 a really good examination uh, on sort of the teenage mind and uh, how we we kind of through those kind of years we kind of turn against our parents and eventually have to kind of come back to them. But uh, I, I, now, you know, you, I think, you mentioned I think the, the writing, uh, Kevin, and yeah. I must say I found the style of writing uh, quite compelling. I mean, um, it, you know, it draws you on because she writes well, even though a bit slow moving for, for my taste. I prefer yeah. something in the thriller genre. Um, yeah. But then I'm looking that it's translated from the Italian by Anne Goldstein, and I'm wondering whose style of writing are we actually reading? Is it, you know, the original style of Elena Ferrante and that uh, the translator manages to, to capture that in all its, its glory, or is it the translator's own style? Yeah, it's that's quite hard to know. Like, I really enjoyed the character. I suppose the only, the closest thing to a, uh, an antagonist in this story is uh, the Aunt Vittoria. And, like, when she storms in, like, she's a fascinating character. She's bawdy, and she's constantly smoking and cursing and talking about sex. Um, she's quite a humorous character. Like, it's... But the, what I was going to say is the annoying thing is halfway through she kind of disappears from the book, and yeah. you're, you're 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 wanting more you're wanting more damage from this lunatic woman. Um, like it is, I've I read that it is soon to be a, a Netflix series, so oh uh, I I definitely would look forward to watching it when it comes out. <laughs> now, Stephen, Stephanie, we better get your verdict uh, on it too because um, you sounded that you would dread that forthcoming Netflix series. So, well, I just don't um, know what. The, like, I work as a screenwriter, you know, and so I'm mm-hmm. trying to think. Like, if I was tasked with 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 putting this on screen, the first half of it. Very little happens. It's a, There's a lot of descriptions. Now, I know that I'm kind of a litmus test of boredom and I like things to happen, but I just felt it was kind of plodding. And I liked what you were saying there about the translator and those questions like, was it maybe awkwardly translated? But I found myself kind of more than a little disappointed because Elena Ferrante, like her current book is being made into a film and, you know, um, Paul Meskel is in it. It's filming in Greece at the moment. So she's very, I hold her in high regard. Um, there's a moment when she briefly becomes animated about meeting this kind of guy that she fancies. And I kind of thought, I hoped that that would kind of kick the book into a new gear and we would finally be kind of driving some sort of a fast car, but it kind of wasn't to be. And then I I didn't rush reading it. I gave myself, there was loads of time, but it seemed the end was kind of peculiar. It was a peculiar gallop to a conclusion. And I'm wondering like, are they leaving room for a sequel? Um, but it just kind of felt stiff and a bit complicated and mechanical for me. But uh, I understand that it was kind of lyrically written and quite beautiful in that way. So if you like though that sort of um, Italian Baroque sort of almost architecture in your writing, you probably will enjoy it. But if you're kind of mm. down for action and plot, it might be one to skip. All right. So, so the verdict from you is, for you, it was a chore to read. Yep. It was, yeah, it was, yeah. Okay. Claudia, your well, verdict. Do you know, it raises an interesting moral question. The title of the book is The Lying Life of Adults. And she asks the question, 
is it ever okay to lie? Is, you know, is it okay to tell a white lie to spare someone's feelings maybe occasionally? Or is there kind of a, a spectrum of like quantum lying when it's okay and when it's not? Um, but it, everyone is lying in it. And um, for me, I, I think I, I would chime with what Kevin and, and Stephanie are saying. I like, desperately wanted to like it and I did, but I didn't love it. Um, I think uh, the author writes about interiority and teenage angst and those years like no one else. But ultimately, it, it it's tricky to engage with, I found. Yeah. Was it a kind of, uh, you're saying to the character, you'll get over it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just stick with okay. it. And, and Kevin, your verdict then? Yeah, kind of a combination between between the two ladies there. Uh, as Stephanie said, it's light on plot. It is expertly written. Um, I did find myself wanting to speed things up a bit. Um, but, you know, all, all in all, I thought it, it's it's a very well written book and I did enjoy it. But I, I just kind of wished, as you said, um, I was reading Jurassic Park or something, just a bit more plot. <laughs> OK, well, look, uh, that that's a kind of a mixed verdict on, on that one, which is this month's uh, uh, Lying Life of Adults by Elena Ferrante. Stephanie's going to select the one for next month. I'll only give the titles. I'll give details to our listeners later on. But it's a choice of uh, The Darkness Echoing by Gillian O'Brien, Ghosts by Dolly uh, Alderton, yeah. A Snow by John Banville and Mantel Pieces by Hilary Mantel because these are a collection of essays and a memoir from uh, the twice Booker Prize winner. So uh, those are the choices and Stephanie will catch up with you after the weekend and you can let us know what we are all to read. Our homework for the month of November. <music>